Hi, I'm Rumbi, and I'm just a normal Christian girl doing what she loves to do, and that's speaking about Jesus. Welcome to my podcast. A space where we motivate, encourage, and help each other walk boldly in our journeys with God. Each week, we discuss lessons from the Bible, relevant topics, and much more. So grab your Bible, bring your coffee and pens, and let's dive straight into today's episode. I'm your host, Rumbi Tsachimisa, and welcome to Just a Normal Christian Girl Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Just a Normal Christian Girl Podcast. I'm Rumbi, and I'm just a normal Christian girl doing what she loves to do, and that's speaking about Jesus. I hope that everyone is having an amazing week so far. My week has been pretty chilled, but also kind of busy at the same time. I'm on holiday right now, and so I've been waking up really late. Like, usually I wake up at 5, and now I've been waking up at 9, so I've been getting my sleep in. I've been watching a lot of Netflix and reading a lot, and spending more time with God, which honestly has been so nice. Not having to think about work and tests and assignments and what to win and just getting to do whatever I want with my day. But my week has also been quite busy. I start school very soon, like really soon. By the time this episode is out, I would have started school already. So I'm just trying to get my life together and sort things out so I'm not stressing on the last day of holiday. But whether you're like me and you're on holiday or if you're still busy with school or work or whatever, I hope that you have something in your week that you can look forward to. And if you don't, create things in your week that you can look forward to. Like last week, I knew that on a Friday, I was going to order Korean food for the first time. And so that was something that I could look forward to and it motivated me to push through the work I had to do that week. And what made me start doing this is that I noticed that during school, the majority of my days were filled with study and working, which made my life quite boring and uneventful. So by creating small things in my week that I enjoyed doing that brought me happiness, just helped me spice up my life a bit and motivated me to get through the work that I knew I had to get done because when the work was over I knew that at the end of it I had something that I could look forward to on the other side and it doesn't have to be big and super fancy and exciting just something super small and simple like watching a movie on Friday at home or breaking brownies on Sunday but whatever it looks like for you create something in your week that can bring you enjoyment. So there's my little piece of advice, take it or leave it. But before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to remind you, just a friendly reminder from Rimby, your fellow sister in Christ, that Jesus loves you and he is with you. The creator of the universe, God Almighty has this unconditional love for you and as you go about your day, as you go about your week, please believe that he has already planned it out. He has already gone before you. He will never leave you. He's got your back. And guys, these two statements, these two 
simple but very powerful statements that God loves us and that he is with us are the two things I've been reminding myself of most throughout my day this year. For example, there were many times this year where I had to do a presentation in front of my class and I don't know about you guys but I just get so anxious and worried whenever I have to speak in front of my class. Like I've done it so many times so I don't understand what the problem is. Anyways, it's something that I battle with. But something I've been doing this year is whenever I'm in those situations, I tell myself or I remind myself, Rumbi, one, God loves you. And secondly, he's with you in the situation. You know, even if you totally mess up, even if you mumble as you speak and make a total fool of yourself, sure, some people might change their minds about you, but that same God will continue to love you and he will be with you when all this is done. I'm just speaking that over myself and reminding myself of that revelation gave me so much peace in that moment. And so guys, as you go about your day, remind yourself of these two things, that God loves you and that he's with you. Amen. So guys, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get into the Bible. In today's episode, I'm going to be looking at a story found in the book of Luke, chapter 10, verses 38 to 42. So I've read through the story a couple of times, but you know when you read a verse or passage in the Bible and after reading it, you just leave it there and continue on with your day? So I read the story before, but when I read it, I didn't really think much of it. Up until a few weeks ago, I read the story again. I spent some time studying it, thinking about it, got a bit of conviction, and I learned something from the story. And that's why I really do want to encourage you guys to not just read your Bible, rush through it, and then continue on with your day as if nothing happened. Like I noticed with myself growing up, that most of the time I would read my Bible, but after like five minutes of me finishing, I would forget what I read. And most of the time, I never learned anything. And that was because I was rushing through it because the sooner I got my Bible reading done, the sooner I could watch TV or I wanted to rush the chapters and finish it quickly because that meant I could finish all the books in the Bible faster, right? But instead of doing what I did or having that mindset, really being intentional when you read the Bible, reading over the chapters slowly and carefully, not reading the Bible because, you know, all good Christians read their Bible, so I guess I have to. No, reading a Bible because you want to hear from God, because you want to learn from God, because you want to transform your life. Now, I'm not saying that you must study it in full detail and be the next best Christian theologian, but read over it carefully and slowly at your own pace and allow God to speak to you personally and reveal things to you through his word. Because one of the ways that God speaks to his people is through the word. And so if we're not concentrating when we read it, if we're not giving him our full attention, then how are we supposed to see and understand what he wants us to see and understand? 
But anyways, Luke chapter 10 verses 38 to 42 and I'll be reading in the CSB version, Christian Standard Bible. While they were travelling, he entered the village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who also sat at the Lord's feet and was listening to what he said. But Martha, who was distracted by her many tasks, and she came up and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to serve alone? So tell her to give me a hand. The Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has made the right choice and it will not be taken away from her. So this is a story about Mary Martha, not Mary as in Jesus' mother Mary. No, these are two different people. So Mary and Martha were sisters. And if you know the story of when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, Lazarus was their brother. And the Bible says that Jesus loved his family. So Martha, she welcomed Jesus and his disciples into her home. And as the story says, Mary, her sister, sat at Jesus' feet and listened to his teaching. But instead of spending time with Jesus as Mary did, Martha was too busy with her many tasks trying to serve Jesus. Now imagine this in your head for a sec. The King of Kings... Lord of Lords, Saviour, comes to your house for the night or for supper, wouldn't you feel pressured to make sure the house is clean and to make sure that the food is prepared well? And Martha, she wasn't only preparing food for Jesus, but his disciples too. And so I can imagine the amount of work that needed to get done and the pressure she must have felt in that moment. And so on one side, you have Martha working hard, getting done what needs to get done because if she doesn't do it, who will? And then on the other side, you have Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to his teaching. And Martha looks at Mary and then looks at Jesus and says, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to serve alone? So tell her to give me a hand. You see, guys, I understand where Martha's coming from, especially like because I have six siblings. And so sometimes it can be annoying if you're the only person doing the work while everyone else is relaxing and having a good time. But Jesus, he lovingly replies to Martha and says, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things. But one thing is necessary. Mary has made the right choice and it will not be taken away from her. You see guys, there was nothing wrong with what Martha was doing. She was serving Jesus. She was working hard, which is important. The problem was she wasn't prioritizing the right things in the moment. You see, Jesus is saying that one thing is necessary, only one thing, that you come sit at my feet and listen to my teaching, that you come and spend time with me. Before you serve me, before you go out in your day and work hard, come sit at my feet and listen to my teaching. Martha, 
She invited Jesus into her home, but she failed to spend time with him because, as scripture says, she was distracted by her many tasks. You see, guys, many times we're like Martha. We invite Jesus into our lives. We want to have a relationship with him, but we fall into this trap of busyness. We fail to spend time with him because we're busy with our many tasks. And most of the time, the tasks aren't the problem. Well, sometimes they are because sometimes we do spend our time doing useless things or things that don't please God. But sometimes they aren't. Sometimes, like Martha, we spend our time actually doing productive things like serving, like schoolwork, like assignments or just work in general that honestly really needs to get done and if we don't get it done who will the problem with this occurs when we allow our many tasks even if they're good ones when we allow our busyness in life to distract us from jesus when we allow these things to prevent us from sitting at his feet regularly and listening to his teachings and this is something I battled with this year. So I'm 17 and I'm grade 11 this year. So two more years and then I'm done with high school. Yay. And grade 11 is a very important year for me because I use my master's in grade 11 to apply for university and get into the degree I want to get into. So obviously marks are very important this year. And I'm someone who spends a lot of time studying and puts a lot of pressure on themselves to get good marks, which I wish wasn't the case, I wish I wasn't so hard on myself for, because, you know, at the end of the day, marks aren't the be-all, end-all, even though sometimes it feels as if they are. But anyways, grade 11 is a lot of work, and so my school has three terms, and I just finished term one, and one of the things I battled with was trying to spend time with God consistently because there were many weeks where I was busy and jam-packed with work and the assignments kept coming and I wanted to spend time with God but the work was not gonna get itself done and again I put a lot of effort into my work and assignments and so by the time I'm done I am tired and I just want to sleep or sometimes I don't want to think I don't use my brain, I just want to lie on the couch, lie in my bed, and watch Netflix. And so, as you can imagine, this story was a good kick in the foot and a good conviction sandwich. And although I was spending time with God, if you look at the amount of time in my week that I was sitting at his feet and listening to his teachings... And then the other activities I was doing, he definitely was not the priority. And Jesus, he doesn't want to just be a priority. No, he wants and he deserves to be the priority. And so as I looked back on this past term and reflected a bit and read through the story, I learned something. I realized that there's always going to be something that will try and distract us from Jesus. There are always going to be many tasks and things that require attention, many tasks that need to get done. And so if you think about it, at the end of the day, 
It's not about having the time to spend with God. It's about intentionally making the time to spend with God. It's saying to yourself beforehand at the start of your day, yes, I'm busy. Yes, I have a lot of things to get done. But this is a time in my day where I'm going to spend time with God. Setting aside time in your day to sit at his feet and listen to his teaching. And then not letting your many tasks and assignments or your busyness get in the way or interrupt your time with God. So let's say you decide that at 4pm you're going to spend time with God until 4.30. At 4pm showing up and spending time with God and not letting your other things get in the way of you doing that and sometimes it requires some good old discipline i'm definitely guilty of this but i think that sometimes we wait for ourselves to be in the mood to spend time with god but guys we're not always gonna feel like praying there's this quote that says if you don't feel like praying pray until you do We're not always going to feel like reading our Bibles, especially if it clashes with our me time, with our sleep, with our time with friends, with our Netflix time. Like I said before, there were many moments where I wanted to catch up on my Netflix shows, but I needed to catch up with God. I needed. There's a big difference between a want and a need. And so learning to say no to those things and say yes to Jesus, but also asking ourselves, what are my priorities? You see, we spend time, we spend money and energy on the things we prioritize. If we prioritize God, then we will make sure we gain our time with him. If we prioritize Netflix or social media, then we will make sure we get in our time on those apps, even if we haven't spent time with God. And so I think it's really wise and beneficial to sit down with yourself with a pen and paper and look at your average day and write down how do I spend my time and then ask yourself, is God included in my day? And can I make more time for God in my day? And this is easier said than done, right? Trying to prioritize God in your life and getting into the habit of intentionally spending time with him on a regular basis, it's hard. And so we shouldn't be hard on ourselves or beat ourselves up if some days we miss it or can't get it done. But I do feel as if in days where life is absolutely hectic, because we all have those days, even if we can't spend a lot of time with God, just taking moments in our days, even if it's just for two minutes, to be still and pray and involve God. Or taking the first five to ten minutes of your morning and reading your Bible. I mean, guys, five to ten minutes a day is better than nothing. But I think that in moments where we are especially busy and life is getting a bit out of control is when we really need to make sure that we get in our time with Jesus. If we read Jesus' reply to Martha again, it says, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but one thing is necessary. 
When we do not prioritize our own personal relationship with Jesus, when we do not prioritize sitting at his feet and listening to his teachings in the midst of our busyness, we will get anxious and worried. When we take our eyes and focus of Jesus and place him on our circumstances, on all the craziness happening around us, on our busyness, on our to-do list, on all the things that we need to get done, we can get worried, we can get anxious, we can get upset, we can begin to lose the plot of it. There were many times this year where I wasn't spending as much time with God as I should have been. And I noticed that because of that, there were many weekends where I would just look at my week ahead and stare at my calendar and all the tests and assignments due that week. And I would just feel so deflated. Like the week had not even started. The weekend had not even started. It was a Friday and I was looking at my week ahead and I would just feel so dry and sad. And I would start to worry and stress like, OMG, how the heck am I going to get through this week without having at least two crying sessions a day? So... If I could go back in time, I would tell two months ago Rumbi to sit at the feet of Jesus more. Because even though her world around her was kind of hectic back then, she would have found peace and rest and comfort in Jesus. She would have been reminded that at her lowest point, God is her hope. And that at her weakest point, God is her strength. She would have been reminded that even though her week ahead is looking really unapproachable, God has already gone before her in so week and he will help her get through it. She would have been reminded of all those things if she just sat at the feet of Jesus more. Guys, if you're stressed, if you're worried, if you're upset, go sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to his teaching. Now, I want to end off this episode by talking about what it means to sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to his teaching. So if you think about Mary and Martha back then, the way they listened to Jesus was literally going to him and listening to his teachings because he was there. But Jesus isn't, if you haven't got the memo yet, he isn't physically here on earth with us today as he was with them. And so one of the biggest ways we can listen to these teachings, one of the biggest ways God speaks to these people is through the Bible. The Bible is a written word of God. And that is why in the beginning of this episode, I said that it's super important that when we read the Bible, we read it carefully and slowly and that we don't watch through it, but that we spend time thinking about it. And as the scripture says, meditating on a day and night and asking ourselves questions like, what is God trying to teach me? What is God trying to show me? What does the scripture teach me about God's character? And what does the scripture show me about myself? And then secondly, prayer. I want to read to you guys two quotes. And the first one I got off a sermon, so I have no clue who it's by, but it says, Prayer is a two-way conversation. The most important part is listening to God. 
listening to him is far more important than giving him your ideas. And the next one is by Frank Lorbach. I probably said that wrong. But the quote says, The trouble with nearly everyone who prays is that he says amen and runs away before God has a chance to reply. Listening to God is far more important than giving him ideas. You know, I realized the other day that much of my prayer life has been a one-way conversation where I talk to God and he just listens to me babble on about my day. But as the quote says, prayer is a two-way conversation and the most important part is listening to God. So I'm learning that when I pray, after I'm done saying what I need to say, being still, being quiet, being patient and learning to wait on God. And reading your Bible and prayer isn't the only way you can spend time or listen to God. Some people, like my pastor, he said that he hears from God when he's walking. I know a lot of people go out to nature and spend time with God. Personally, me nature aren't on the best terms right now, so that doesn't quite work for me. But find something that works for you. Reading your Bible and prayer is obviously like the standard, I guess. But on top of that, experiment. Have fun. Find something that brings you close to God. Whether it be music, whether it be art, whether it be dancing. Find something that works for you. And I also wanted to say this earlier, but I forgot. But I don't think it's wise to look at other people's lives and be like, oh, they spend two hours a day in prayer or, oh, they spend three hours reading their Bibles a day and then feel as if we have to live up to that standard and do the same thing. No, everyone's lives look different. You know what your life looks like. God knows what your life looks like. If 15 to 20 minutes a day is what works for you, then 15 to 20 minutes a day is what works for you. But with saying that, I wanted to encourage you that in all things, make God the priority. And guys, remember, one thing is necessary. That we sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to his teachings. And so guys, I want to encourage you this week. I want to encourage you today to spend more time with God. Spend more time in the Word. Spend more time in prayer. Spend more time doing worship. Or spend more time doing something that brings you closer to Him. So guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed this Bible chat and that you learned something from this episode. I encourage you to read the story of Mary and Martha, again found in Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 42. Guys, I hope you have an amazing week with God. I will talk to you soon in the next episode. But remember and never forget these two things. That Jesus loves you and he's got your back. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Peace.